0: You already know who it is. We're your two hosts. I'm John, a.k.a. Johnny Puffy Cakes. Make those... Hey, what
1: are you doing? <laughs> you can't say that. Oh yeah, I'm Sean, a.k.a. Stacks,
0: whatever. Start the show. <laughs> hey, you're listening to Porchlight Talks. Get the hood. I'm tired of the landlord tripping on the street. city, like, heard it work the other day back finally yeah. a couple of weeks it feels like what a month it does feel like a month since we've we've done this, but
1: I'm feeling rusty,
0: yeah, feel a little rusty a little a little uncomfortable in the mic, but that's okay we'll get we'll get back into it. I had to quarantine myself for a little bit, trish and I went up to p a
1: yeah, how was that
0: It was nice, it was really nice, hot um a lot warmer actually than it typically is I'm oh really most of the time when we go there it's in the winter time and it's usually fr- freezing or yeah or snowing so um, it was a lot warmer and her grandparents do not run the AC <laughs> and when they do run the AC they leave the windows and doors open because they think it creates airflow and to tell them otherwise right. is so but they're awesome, and you kind of—it's like going to grandma's house. You get treated yeah. to like all the snacks. So, grandma had already pre-purchased like gluten-free and oh really? The, oh yeah, oh yeah. They had they had some waffles for me. Excuse me, just did a burp. Apologize. It's okay. I got um, it. It yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, grandma had all these uh, gluten, gluten-free things for me, and um, so I tried to real quick go. So this. This episode, we're going to do more of the movie movie talk. Yeah. But real quick, talking about basketball, Mm. I tried to ask her granddad, who would have been in like that 50s, 60s realm. Yeah. He didn't watch sports. Okay. At all. Zero sports. Like he couldn't tell me a single thing. But he could tell me about a rodeo.
1: All right. Well, this sounds like he's going to know a lot.
0: He knows nothing. (laughs) I was hoping to get. Like I was really expecting to get some sort of antique story, just memory about some sort of basketball moment. For, it was nothing. Yeah. Only thing he ever did was wrestle and box, box in in high okay. school. So, and he he built the Daytona 500 as well. He just built it. He helped build it. I do <laughs> So anyways, yeah, I I love going up there because it's uh it's just it's almost like stepping back in time, yeah. Um, but definitely glad to be back here where the AC <laughs> is controlled by me and no one else. What did what did you get into? Wow.
1: I've just been here. I'm like full time at home now.
0: That's awesome. Um, I
1: did get called into the office this past week for a few days, but other than yeah. that, it's just been. I've been in the house. Yeah. It stormed She's one nice. day, I didn't even leave the the home.
0: That's awesome. I was you like, okay, this, well, because Liz. Job and, done.
1: Yeah, Liz went to the beach yeah. and took the dog, so I didn't
0: Oh, you didn't even have like a fur baby to get rid of. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Take care of not get rid of.
1: <laughs> right. So it like stormed like all day the one day, so I was like Yeah. I guess I'm just in here all day. So
0: once you once you clock out, um, did you did you dabble in any like movies? Speaking of movies, any of the ones that we're gonna talk about, like children Children of Men.
1: Um, I I didn't rewatch, the ones we're talking about today, I watched like I don't know at the beginning of your quarantine. Okay. So
0: three weeks ago. Yeah.
1: Um, I watched like a few Spike Lee movies.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: you watched one of them, the yeah. Five Bloods.
0: The Five Bloods, yeah. Shout shout out to Spike Lee and the Five Bloods for that Netflix. I,
1: I don't really want to say more because I think we should talk, about, talk it about it on a later <laughs> podcast. But I, yeah, I loved it. Um, it a good one. We saw King of Staten Island. We'll be talking about that, that one too. One. Yep. I really like that. Yep. Um, I watched an old Spike Lee movie called uh, Get on the Bus, which was really good. Okay. I really enjoyed that. Never even had heard about it before. Yeah, me neither. Um, watched Love and Basketball, convinced so Liz good. to watch it, and she, she still it? was like, "Meh."
0: What? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Even after the, the, she's
1: like, "It's like a sports movie." I'm like, "What are you talking about? It's like right up your alley."
0: Even after they get into that one-on-one battle, when I know she's just like, well, "Are you serious?" <laughs> okay. Like, oh my god. Yeah, that'll be one that we should talk about. On yeah, I really end, liked it still. Yeah. Well, let's, let's dive into what we have right now for, for today's episode. We're going to be going over um, Children of Men, Game Night, and Sicario. But I think first we're going to be diving into, into Game Night.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, Game Night 2018, rated R right now on IMDB. It's a 6.9 and it's it's
1: surprisingly low
0: really okay so it's a group of friends who meet regular for game nights find themselves entangled in a real life mystery when the shady brother of one of them is seemingly kidnapped by dangerous gangsters so uh director john francis daly jonathan goldstein stars jason bateman rachel mcadams kyle chandler Few other Let's people got Winston right from new girl Winston from new girl and he does so. a really
1: good Denzel impression he, <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea he could do it <laughs> so
0: yeah that that was that was awesome so this I think this um our ratings I gave it a 7.5 and you gave it an eight on our list yep and 6.9 does seem what was similar.
1: your expectations when you went into this movie had you already heard some of the hype
0: I hadn't heard anything because I about saw this. like
1: a free screening of this with oh, Liz. Oh, really? And we were like, "Holy crap! This is like actually really good."
0: Well, at the time, I was trying to do game nights on Thursday yeah, with yeah. everyone. You did it
1: like at the exact same time. So that this, said, this like, came out,
0: and I was like, "Okay, this is cool." So we, um, I think I watched it at, at home on on Plex. Okay. So I think I watched it, but I it think was I've not. Seen it. Yeah. It's, it wasn't what I expected.
1: I've seen it a few times already.
0: We watched it mainly on it was because Trish loves uh Jason Bateman. She oh yeah, th- she he's thinks. Awesome. She thinks his humor is is like perfect. I he's would agree. Sort of an an asshole, but not an asshole. Yeah, he has like sarcasm pretty well well done. He's yeah, he's perfect with that. And he does this he does it well in this in this the movie Game Night. Because of his relationship with his, his brother. Yes. And you see that sort of quick. Quickly in, in well, he's movie. always
1: good as the straight man. It's like what we mm-hmm. were talking about with David Spade in that other movie. Exactly. Where you're like, oh, he should play more like this because he's good at it. But yeah. Jason Bateman's probably you were saying, one of the best ones. Do,
0: there. Yeah, with the David Spade thing. you need anything? <laughs> Mimosa toaster. Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jason Bateman's perfect for those little one-liners, oh, and yeah. he does this a lot in the movies. And I think they did a great job with a co-star with Rachel McAdams. Oh, I agree. Sam, she's, she's so funny. funny. Yeah. I've always liked her because. The Notebook, yeah, she's awesome in that, and I just, I like that movie. I saw it in the theater. I've seen it probably fifty times. I, I love really? it. Really? Yeah, I just like the. Well, I like Guzzling, so yeah, exactly. So you got those two, but it's I didn't know she was. Stuff. I didn't know she was funny. Yeah, like she's this.
1: actually hilarious, and they play mm-hmm. really well off each other. I think like they're a believable couple.
0: Yeah, I didn't,
1: and they're both hilariously competitive.
0: Everyone's competitive in yes. this, and for this game night, it's it's a normal it's normal game night. And what's funny is you get introduced to, uh, I want to call him Todd because that's oh. his name from Breaking Bad.
1: Yeah, I, I his character's name is Gary. Um, it's Jesse Plemons. Okay, yes, he is, he is amazing. He puts the movie over the top for me. Yes. How is that profitable for Frito Lay?
0: (laughs) He's just, he's He's so creepy. Oh, man. And his wife, I guess, just had recently left him. So he's recently divorced and they think he's dealing with it in the most weird, (laughs) awkward way possible. And so the movie just starts out as regular game night. But when Kyle Chandler uh, shows up, I guess Brooks. Jason Bateman's older brother. Right. Things really take uh take a swing for a little a little different of a situation. Right.
1: So he wanted to do like the the fake like kidnap game. Which is then, a
0: real thing, I've heard.
1: Yeah, but I guess the game get gets hijacked, right? And then because they don't really partner. know it's fake. Yeah.
0: And and and, and Jason Bateman <laughs> and Rachel McAdams are being all cocky at at first yeah, cuz they, they have like, a gun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Get on the ground. And they think it's fake. She's like singing into it.
0: They're like <laughs> they're seeing karaoke at the at the bar. <laughs> thinking that they have won this game night cuz yeah. they have found the older brother. Right. But they soon find out that the the game night is is no longer them pl- playing a game. It's yeah, and she their shoots wife.
1: off the gun. Oh man. And it hits, it get it hits him in the forearm. And <laughs> the, then they're the, like, the what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it, which leads to one of my favorite scenes of the movie. Which one? When they try to take the bullet out. So she buys him like, uh, a dog squeaky toy to bite into. <laughs> And then she was, she's trying to do it, and then it hurts so bad that he spits it right into her face. And just bam! It's
0: and then, they, so funny and to then me. they and then they realize the bullet just went straight through. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so she
1: has to sew him up.
0: She's so like, the, "That is an exit wound." <laughs> well, then we we they go through this whole thing of now they realize, "Oh crap, this is." A little more serious than we were thinking. Let's. We need to go. <laughs> excuse you. Rude. No one heard that. I'm just messing. So they have to go to Todd Todd's house because he's a cop to try to figure out oh, what man. what is going on. That is the funniest <laughs> scene to me. Is well, that, so
1: real quick when he answers the door. Okay. When they're all there and and well, for one. Uh, the the one woman says, like you were way better at games than uh, your wife was anyway. And he's like, you will not besperse the name of my wife. <laughs> She's like, you're right. You were terrible at games. And then he he's just over- disappears into the house. And they're like, are we supposed <laughs> to go in?
0: <laughs> but he had snacks and everything ready to roll. He, he was just, he's always ready. He was wanting visitors. And so Jay when they... When they get into Todd's house, they're invited. They're playing. I forget what game they're playing. Jenga. Okay, so oh, he's playing Jenga. So Jason Bateman Bateman has to sneak off to use Todd's Todd's computer. He starts leaking blood (laughs) all over the white carpet and and Todd's white dog. Yeah, and he tries to clean it up. It It
1: just is a disaster. It's
0: it's awful. It's sort of gross in a sense just it is a lot of blood but the fact that he's just leaking blood all over Todd's house and while everyone's still trying I just
1: love how <laughs> Jason <laughs> Bateman's reaction he's like no <laughs> and then- Todd tries to get up and they're like he's fine he's like he cried out <laughs>
0: He, Jason Bateman cleans everything up, he's grabbing a towel, and he realizes it's like uh, his wife's in his uh, yeah. wedding. There's like
1: a huge shrine to oh the, just God. his ex-wife, and it just gets destroyed in that one moment.
0: It is a lot funnier than I assumed it was going to be.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of really good stuff, like when they find that egg at that party, and then the camera kind of follows the egg, so it's like really good Kind of shots that you wouldn't expect in like a comedy. Oh, but it's kind yeah, of a really yeah. cool sequence, like a one shot and they're like trying to keep the egg from whoever's trying to get it back. I guess yeah. the security guards, yeah, okay. Um, I thought that was really cool. I like that, yeah, not something you would expect. Yeah,
0: I don't specifically remember like the full camera action. It was when that, they but... were at
1: the adult fight club, <laughs> it was oh, like, the... God, <laughs> okay, yeah, so yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a solid movie. I don't really have else? much else to say.
0: No, I don't okay. know.
1: What do you have? Do you have anything?
0: No, I just like I I watched it initially because of Jason Bateman, um, and it was a lot better than I I thought it would be. So that's that's really it's it really for me.
1: Rewatchable. It's yeah, fun I mean that's movie.
0: something you can put on all the. Well, there's a few twists in it as well. Yeah, that throw you for a little bit of a, a loop. Next movie we're gonna go over *Children of Men*. Yes, yeah. 2006 is when this uh, was made. It's 7.9 on IMDb. DB. IMDb. IMDb. (laughs) So in 2027. Oh, that's okay. So that's not too far away. In a chaotic world in which women have become somehow infertile. A former activist agrees to help transport a miraculously pregnant woman to a sanctuary at sea. Uh director Alfonso Coron.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. He directed uh Gravity. I
0: haven't seen that. What? mm.
1: Really? Okay. We, we can
0: talk we should put that on the uh, uh, something to talk about.
1: Probably. At some point. So, okay. Uh
0: stars Julianne Moore. Clive Owen to witell oh I, 4
1: yeah he he's really popular you okay. recognize him yeah i just don't know how to pronounce his name
0: <clears> what is so i gave this a 7 you gave it a 9 9.5
1: yeah i've seen this
0: like a lot what did why did you rate it so high
1: oh man it it just does so much i have always like felt like this was really good and then rewatching it i'm like well let me see like how I feel on a rewatch. I haven't watched it in a few years. Okay. And it just, I like was noticing more things like how the camera works in the movie. Mm. It's really good at kind of building tension by kind of putting you in a first person, like you're kind of with the characters.
0: Yeah. I would agree with that. Uh, There's so
1: many, like, there's like two of the best one shots I've ever seen in a movie. Okay. Uh the first being when they're in the car, it's like a full car, yep he's with his ex wife Clive mm-hmm. Owen's character mm-hmm. and I guess they're going to their group's compound. Is that even what it would be? Uh, yep. I guess it's just like a a farmhouse, yep, and they kind of get ambushed on the way there. And all of this is like in one shot. They get stopped on the road. They have to go in reverse. People, it like so follows it. what it's- happens?
0: They're going down at like a uh, like a back country road, and a, a car that's on fire starts coming down a hill off, uh, out right. of the the woods, and then crashes in front of the road, blocks it. And out of nowhere, these w- wookie Star Wars type people.
1: <laughs> so they're refugees.
0: Yeah, ref. I mean, yeah, but how they were dressed looked like the little wookie. Right, view. right. So they, and they're like they got rocks. Knives.
1: Yeah, so they get out of there, and then
0: the reverse a, was that reverse. Yeah, scene so the camera's perfect.
1: on them the whole time. It's just so. So, so how you're
0: saying that was one sh- that was one shot because it did may look have like gotten
1: that. creative with the cuts, but the <clears throat> okay. way it is in the movie, it's all one like one continuous shot. Yeah, I just think it's so well done. And then uh, uh, towards the end, when they're running through the streets, there's like a seven minute sequence. Through like a war, yep. it it it's incredible.
0: Of and there's of, so much that happens. Of Clive, Clive uh, Owen like dodging, going in and out of the the like uh, right wars war this shooting. pregnant
1: Woman that kind yeah. of no one knows about and yep. could change the world. And then,
0: so oh, explain this. Why are women infertile?
1: It's unknown. So they, they never, never explain.
0: Uh, okay, I was looking for but it, but I
1: guess London is like the last hmm. kind of. Place standing, and they're not letting any foreigners in. So okay. everyone, interesting, is uh is English. So they're, I guess, the way to get to the human project, I believe, is what they're going for. Yep. They have to go through these refugee camps to get there, because oh. uh, the woman who is pregnant is a refugee.
0: Got you. Okay.
1: Um, so he's kind of just being like her hero. I I don't know hero, but uh, her guardian, like, to get there.
0: I mean it yeah uh, spoiler basically yeah i don't even want to say it it basically is a martyr for
1: yeah i think so i mean cuz the movie kind of opens up with him having like no purpose he's divorced he has a young child that he has yeah
0: he doesn't under, he was he's kind of making i remember this scene specifically being in a coffee shop and the world's youngest boy i guess is a celebrity Right. He's the last person to be born at this time. Yeah. He was he was stabbed. Yes. But this guy was like a celebrity and everybody loved him. And people were like crying in the coffee shop. There's people upset. Clive is just is so cold. Yeah. And just doesn't care about Yeah, he kind any of pushes of through this crowd yeah, that's standing coffee. still, gets yep. his coffee,
1: leaves, Looks but out. then that coffee shop blows up. Yep. So he like narrowly escapes death. Mm-hmm. he kind of is unfazed by it in a way
0: doesn't he's really cold-hearted and i think the purpose of the movie is just seeing him that wall constantly be uh broke down
1: right and then he kind of finds his purpose and he fulfills it, it well spoiler alert but yeah yeah in, mm. in a way i i think he he yeah he fulfills i
0: would agree with that one of my favorite scenes as you brought it up was when they first they they have an escape plan and it's kind of working out as they go through each let's say phase or stage of it it's broken into like three parts of them getting to the sanctuary that's out to sea well in the last like say part they're in the city and they're almost at that point of where they're they're about to get into i guess a boat and hopefully get away out of nowhere the uh, the refugee camp that they were supposed to be staying at it just comes up out of nowhere. I, I really like the angle, uh, the camera does sort of like a really big like three sixty pan out mm, of yeah. of the fight scene, and you see the refugees coming in and, and get Clive on the ground, and then they're taking the the pregnant girl who he's protecting yeah. protecting away. But the camera work in that whole scene was really impressive and then right
1: because it's in the you're talking about like when they're in the war War zone zone. yeah Yeah, because like the refugees are like kind of militarized against like the yep the i guess the state government military yep uh it's incredible it just follows him the whole way like he's on the ground the camera's on the ground it's like you're with him they just don't acknowledge you you're just like part of the story and then it makes it more intense uh
0: (sighs) Chewittel, I can't say his name. He's from Twelve Years a Slave. I know. Yeah, how do you say it? Ch-
1: is it Chewittel? Chewittel. And then what is the last name?
0: E. J. O. Edgifer. I think that's okay. how you say it. Chewittel. He thinks he has a purpose. His right. purpose is so messed up. Yeah, everybody wants process. to use
1: like this baby as like a
0: political right state. It, like yeah. to
1: further their agenda yeah exactly it's really really interesting
0: versus furthering the agenda of actual humanity the right. fact that we have someone that can procreate is fairly yeah. special humanity can go on it's like oh man i just thought about this what about that scene where where they're on the bus um and the, the lady stand the, like protector that is with clive and and the pregnant girl, she yeah. she like protects. She like stands up, starts speaking in uh, tongues and scriptures and stuff. Yeah.
1: So they'll like. Yeah. M- draw attention away from 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 a, the girl. A pregnant
0: girl. That was a really intense scene.
1: Yeah, she redeemed herself because I hated her character the whole oh, video until her
0: stupid dreadlocked hair.
1: She just was so crazy. She wanted to use it for religious purposes, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody know. had a different agenda, except, and then the only one who didn't was, was Clive. Like, he just yeah, sort he of was never brought was, into it. Yeah. Forced, really. He
1: was finally found something that would, <clears> in a way, yeah. like, give him a purpose. And uh, he was looking for something, and then it. Yeah, i agree itself. with
0: And then um, his wife, Clive, Clive's wife, uh, yeah, Julianne his, uh, Moore, yeah. really liked her.
1: Yeah, she was very good.
0: She is, is. Was she in Arrival?
1: No, no that's not. Amy her. Adams. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Okay. But she's
1: been in a lot of things. Kings. That doesn't. That don't come to mind right now. But okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: No. I'm. I'm looking at a few things here. Okay. Yeah. Overall, I would maybe rewatch this one. I, I might would watch with Trish. This might be something I think she would be interesting okay. because of the war scenes. So Liz
1: watched this with me.
0: What did she think?
1: She liked it. Um, she okay. liked the idea of it. Um, she pointed out some things that I had not noticed before. Okay. Uh, there's a few scenes where they make a point to show that dogs, other animals always or are, f- are friendly to Clive Owen's character. Huh. And she's like, that means that he has a good soul because animals just willingly come up to him.
0: Okay. Oh, God,
1: that's really interesting, yeah, and was, that makes
0: a lot of sense com- for his character. What was the deal with the dogs? Because there was a they they had a lost dog paper of like a black and white collie. I don't know. And I feel like there was Liz picked up on something pretty good there. I would I would agree with her. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Foc- I think there was an underlying focus of dogs in this movie for some reason.
1: Yeah, and there was um, and I didn't even pick I'm up sorry. on
0: that. Right. That they yeah. were being kind to the Clive. And I would agree with that. Most people would say if oh what happens when you walk into a stranger's house and a dog just comes up to you and it's like right. loving on you. So people are kind of little taking like man. Yeah. yeah. He he or she usually doesn't doesn't do that yeah. unless you're spanky. I got a chihuahua <laughs> who just loves attention, so he's going to run up on you no matter what. So he's a bad judgment of character. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, anything else that she like thought of, picked uh, up on?
1: I think having her watch it with me, her reaction to one scene where they are going uh, through this abandoned elementary school because the oldest, the youngest kid in the, uh, in the world, right, was like what 16, 17, 18, right. So that means there's no need for elementary schools anymore. And like having Liz there kind of reacted oh. to that, I was like, oh man, I kind of really didn't, I kind of just glossed over with How me before. weird like, would that be? They don't know what children sound like anymore. That's crazy.
0: So you, when the baby was crying and yeah. everyone just stopped.
1: Oh, I thought that was like the best scene in the
0: movie. That is the best scene. I don't even want to talk about it because I want people to just right. enjoy it. So, but yeah, Liz's point back to her, what she was saying, I didn't. Wouldn't even thought or her reaction, sorry.
1: Right. I mean the the what? the one character does kind wow. of elaborate like, Oh, I used to be a nurse, like for uh for deliveries and stuff and she just d do- doesn't do have a do- job. Yeah, anymore. yeah. What do you Yeah. It, it, it's so crazy. Could you
0: imagine thinking about not, like never touching I just recently had, you know, a baby yeah. nine months old next week and could you just imagine not like touching the skin of a a baby for a hundred years? I know that years. would be crazy. It's just you know
1: no one? one's coming behind you. Yeah. It's kind of eerie and really scary.
0: I think I needed more from this movie. A really? little more action. Oh man. Uh see I I don't know. I, I like it all the way. It didn't keep my attention the whole time. So really? I don't know why. It it didn't. Um there was just something about it that bored bored me it, it's not and that's not okay. like a bad thing that's fine it's yeah just, I can yeah, see that it's just something about it did not uh, just like make me latch latch onto it and draw my attention to it similar to this podcast when people listen
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do have
0: a question okay do
1: you like or dislike the ending
0: hmm I like the ending.
1: Okay. You're like the one of only like two people I've ever heard say that.
0: I like that.
1: Spoiler alert. We're going to get into the ending. Yeah. A lot of people get mad that the movie just cuts after Clive Owen passes. Okay. And you see the boat. Yeah. The movie is following Clive Owen. Okay. He fulfilled his purpose. Mm -hmm. The movie is now over. I really don't know what everybody else wants. Do they want to go onto the the ship and then see what happens? Like it, the the point of the movie to me is that the possibilities oh, are. Oh yeah. As the great Jay Vick would say, the possibilities so are endless. endless.
0: Well, that yeah, but that's I think that's what the director wanted to leave it as. Is, I agree. Ooh, so they were also floating back.
1: Oh, I they didn't were really. Floating. Well, they were, were they, though? Do we know the perspective exactly. of where they came from?
0: Well, that's, yeah, exactly. So do we know if they're really? I good?
1: mean, we don't know how good they really are. We just know that the myth of this boat what is What people is want, good,
0: So I, I would assume what people would want are, 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 are them getting the, that boat and seeing the girl, like, like maybe a hand reached down from a, another boat. Interesting. Like, oh, okay.
1: So I think They're I, safe. Uh, they're safe. The okay. baby's safe. I don't need that so I actually
0: I agree I don't looked need it either, up but,
1: mm-hmm. uh to see like what I don't know if he had anything to say about mm-hmm. the ending, but I, I i think he said something to the effect of it depends on what kind of person you are when you see the ending if you are an optimistic person, you'll think the ending's good and you'll like think that good things will happen if you're pessimistic, you know you'll kind of think that.
0: Interesting. Well, I'm glad he left it like that. Yeah, me too. Because it makes me. I don't need an answer. So I think it's a good ending. I'm a good person. If someone thinks it's a bad ending. I think they're sh- they're a shitty person. Yeah. I <laughs> no. uh, I would agree um, <clears throat> with what he said. I didn't need to close. I didn't need closure. I keep smacking my lips. Sorry. I don't need closure on that type of movie. Uh, some people might might want that, but the way you explain it with its focus on on. Uh, club that's yeah i think it's done
1: we don't always need like closed book ending like we can talk about it <laughs>
0: yeah next movie i think this is the best one out of the three most rewatchable movie out of the three okay sicaria 2015 yeah i am db gives it a 7.6 what yep okay we gave it, well, I gave it a 9, you gave it a 9.5. Yep. An, ideal, ugh, <clears throat> an idealistic FBI agent? Am I saying that right? Idealistic? I don't know. An idealistic? Yeah. Am I saying that right? Yeah. What's that mean?
1: I don't do this. All right. All <laughs> right. An
0: idealistic FBI agent is... Enlisted by a government task force to aid in the escalating war against drugs at the border area between the US and United States. Director. US and the United States? Oh, the US and Mexico. <laughs> We're gonna make them build the border. <laughs> Director that's, what that's about Dennis uh Villanueva.
1: Or uh Villeneuve, actually. I always thought Villeneuve? it was Villanueva too, because what? of Charlie Villanueva. Yeah, well that's, that's-
0: Okay. Stars Emily Blunt, Josh Brolin, Benicio Del Toro. Yep. yep. He's the badass in that. Sorry, a little technical difficulties. Okay. It's fine. Here we're good. So going back to this movie, it is awesome and it's female driven. That uh the, the character. It's it's female driven. You're like is focused. It? I think it is. I love her. So she's her just... is Emily Blunt.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I think she's good in this. She's she's just the stand-in for us.
0: Yep. The audience. She's our point of view. But I think
1: it's really good because a lot of people have complained about her. Like, that's their complaint. They're Like, oh, she's too, like, crazy. I'm like, hmm. I don't think so. I think this is how she would react to certain situations in the movie. Yeah. Um,
0: the first, the opening scene, first, like, ten... 15 minutes it's oh it jumps awesome. off really awesome yeah there's like children of men i was saying uh i, get, I got like i got bored mm-hmm. you, there's there's no getting bored in this movie
1: no it's not as much action as you would think but they use it really well
0: they pulled the tension out through they every do. scene i mean they, talking about having a tight chest i always mention that where i have some sort of like anxiety watching a movie yeah this Sicario does this plenty of times for me and and within the first 10 15 minutes it, it had done it three or four times like, so oh, the very oh. opening
1: scene the sound Let's talk about it
0: the sound in this
1: movie yeah is insane
0: they do great with that
1: so i i I have the setup, and I turned it up. We watched it. Okay. Oh, did Liz watch it? I don't think so. Anyway, I watched it. It felt like the truck came through my wall (sighs) in the very first scene.
0: Yeah. It was insane. How did the bomb scene sound on the system? Uh, When they
1: were outside? Yeah. It was like a kick in the chest. slot of bass. Yeah, it was like really deep, but not like. It like kind of shook the house, but like not crazy. It was just yeah. like
0: boom. Yeah. What is your favorite scene in this
1: movie? The the second border crossing.
0: The one. So when they come the back vision. from
1: Mexico? No, 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 no. Okay. So they go into Mexico. Yes. Get that drug drug leader, which that just that whole thing going through, is really good. Talking yeah. about the sound, the score. Yeah. Sets this movie off because it's just like such a sense of dread the whole time. Yep. But they go into Mexico and then they when they come back. So when they're at, they kind of get stuck it's on the bridge block.
0: or whatever. So it's like a parked car down the road and their chopper that's following on radios down. It's like, hey, we have some congestion up here. Be on the lookout. Yeah. And all of a sudden Josh Brolin... Uh, Benicio, Benicio del, Toro del Toro is like ready to go. Is everybody starts like gunning up and getting ready because they're transporting uh, like El Chapo's brother, some big drug lord. Mexican is that who class. it is? I don't or know. Or just, just somebody yeah, the just equivalent equivalent yeah, to okay. yeah. And they're like looking around, and your girl Emily Blunt sort of
1: she literally goes wait, and he is already out of the door. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you better gun up, by the way.
0: Yeah, get your gun out and let's do this. Well, because then they started identifying cars. Yeah. Hey, look! Look at the look at these guys. Look there was like guys. two
1: suspect cars, and oh, they had like gang members in trying to it's so potentially intense. rescue their captor.
0: Yeah, and the, it's the 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 tension and the sound and the score is building up. It just happens. And it so pops fast. off. Boom! So every, everything happens. Boom! 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 boom.
1: See, this is what I love. I hate action movies that give you slow-mo. Mm. To me, this is awesome because it's mm-hmm. just there. Yeah. They're not this is slowing what it, is. it down. It's so much more impressive just watching
0: it. Live. And your your guy, uh, Benicio is he is sick. He's like John Wickish. <laughs> yeah, in a sense. Yeah, he Does that really make is. Sense? He's just he, I guess he is he a Colombian assassin?
1: he, is, he is kind of like a contract killer yeah in a way but he was well, a lawyer
0: a, he was a lawyer he was
1: a defense attorney
0: and his family was k- murdered
1: like tortured and murdered by the drug lord that they are the head honcho that they're going after yeah so that's why he's kind of on he's like hired he's not even the US, part of the, the u.s um, government yeah. hired him
0: yeah, but but their intention on why they want to take down this drug lord is so the U.S. can can gain or allow another country to gain market share and some type oh, yeah. of drug. It's all access. It's like high level chess pieces being moved around, and Josh Josh Brolin is. Basically, the guy they call in where they want things swept under the rug, and, and you yeah, f- you don't want to know about.
1: And it. Emily Blunt is like the worst person to be along for this mission because she's straight, she to, has yeah. a conscience,
0: <laughs> a big one. Yeah, thank God for her partner, who is the same dude who played. Uh,
1: it's <sighs> the guy from Get Out. God, Get Out. Is his That's name? it.
0: Yeah, I can find it real quick. But he, you know, thank God for that guy. He is he has got emily blunt's back. The yeah, but even the that doesn't matter time. at a certain point. Daniel uh K-A, oh, K A Oh Kalua? Kalua. Kalua. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's really good he's in this. Good. He's he's sort of the protector for Emily Blunt. My favorite scene would be the border uh the, like where where they got stuck at the border like what you were saying. Yeah. Or uh, when he when uh, Benicio uh, finally gets through the the underground, yeah, uh, he crosses the border. border kind of, he kind of takes his and, own route by himself. Yeah, yeah, that whole scene in the Coyote tunnels underground was was really really good because Emily Blunt's trying to find or follow Bene- Benicio.
1: Well, yeah, she's like, what is he up to? Yeah, she just can't like not let it go.
0: So there's a scene that we've debated on. yeah, should we talk about you want to talk about that?
1: uh real quick, okay. I just want to say about the the movie in uh, in the whole. yeah, there's this side story that follows this just local Mexican police officer and it doesn't say anything. yeah, it just keeps kind of checking in on this guy.
0: What is this?
1: Well it ends up paying off later. Because he intersects with our story. But I just really like the way that it doesn't tell you anything. It's just showing you this dude.
0: Was there a point for that, though? Like, it was it so we as an audience kind of... could identify with, uh, like, the normal person? Cause yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Re- okay, because he was the I only so. one I, I actually felt like I could relate to in the entire movie. Because this dude was just a normal guy. I woke yeah. up, ate breakfast, had a kid, like, just seemed normal versus right. everyone else was trying to get
1: a little on the side and that's yeah, how he yeah, intersects try to hustle. Their yeah, tr-
0: exactly yeah story.
1: <sighs> but they don't pay that off for almost the whole movie it's right at the end really exactly and you're
0: like oh this is why so I, I really like that. that and then yep. um uh i
1: don't know i I guess it'll come up later but yeah go ahead with what you were saying about the uh you're talking so, about the
0: interrogation. Yeah, so they get through the basically they get through the border with El Chapo's brother and they <laughs> immediately yeah. take him to some uh remote military base. Let's just say that and they're they're going to uh interrogate yeah, El Chapo's brother. So they they get him in there and Benicio walks into the room with a big uh, water, like five gallon water jug that you would see at a dentist or doctor's office. Yes. You think, okay, he's about to waterboard this guy. As he starts talking to El Chapo's brother, Benicio gets really close with his crotch.
1: Is the guy tied to the chair?
0: Yes. Okay. Hands behind back, right? Hands behind back. Okay. And he. He puts Benicio puts his like crotch right, I his dick right there in front of El Chapo's brother. Yeah. And then it cuts away, and you hear some grunting.
1: It just cuts to like the drainage pipe. Yeah. And then just kind of you hear the audio from the scene
0: of grunting. Watched it with my wife. She thinks that Benicio raped the brother.
1: I never thought that, but
0: Josh Brolin is in the room still. He's weird, though. He is weird, though. Into that—that is his thing. Like he gets (laughs) off on that stupid, craziest stuff. So I'll actually look this up, and the director said that originally the screenplay was written for Benicio to waterboard or drown the brother, I guess, in the ocean. Oh. Okay. Yeah, and so it changed, and that's why they brought the the water in to make people assume that okay they were gonna waterboard this guy, but there should there's no there should be no like there's no rape, it's not written in. It's interesting for a rape or sexual.
1: But I mean, hey, it's a conversation. It is. Like I don't
0: need to know. But now that it's been mentioned, every time I see that scene, I'm going more and more. He is. He's getting really sexually aggressive towards Since this guy. Since you told me
1: that, I have like watched for that, and I mean, yeah. I could definitely see it. And
0: and why is Josh Brolin so happy? He's just he is like because he's just
1: n- winning. In his eyes, he's winning he's, whatever he's he, doing. He's
0: crushing that piece of gum he's chewing while <laughs> on the table. He is awesome, and not only is Thanos, but he—he's great. I really liked him. In this movie. He's your perfect uh, shithead FBI going bad.
1: Yeah, he's like kind of scary with what he just does not care.
0: He doesn't. He just wants to get paid.
1: He's just, this is the mission. I don't really care what happens.
0: Just want to get paid. Make make the money. (laughs) Overall, out of all of these, Sicario is the one I'm watching over and over again. It reminds me, gives me the Man on Fire vibe. Because it's... Kind of mex you know, the Mexican oh, type thing. Um, pretty cool action scenes that I really get down with. So I I would I would rewatch this one more than any of the other ones.
1: Yeah, I I mean you kinda can't go wrong with this one. It's it's very good.
0: It's good. And then the follow up, Sicario two is it's entertaining. I wanted to
1: mention something about the sequel. Okay. Yeah, go for it. I'm gonna make a wild comparison. Okay. When Sicario 2 came out... Mm-hmm. Okay, when Sicario 1 came out, I think people saw the trailer and thought, this is going to be a crazy action movie. Yeah. And then they get into the theater and it's serious mm-hmm. and there's a lot of politics going on and there mm-hmm. is action, but it's sparse, but it's like really crazy when it happens. Mm-hmm. So my theory is the same for Magic Mike and its sequel. Mm. Both sequels give the what the people wanted for the first one. Because... <laughs> The second one is good. Sicario 2?
0: Yeah. It's
1: but it doesn't action. hold a candle to 1 and it's just batshit
0: crazy. It's just all action.
1: I mean, I own it. <laughs> it's really yeah. good sound. It's more probably it, better than the first one.
0: So Sicario 2 follows it get it get rid of Emily Blunt's gone, but it's more Josh Brolin and Benicio in their story. And, yeah. And
1: Different director.
0: What what Sicario? What a Sicario is. But I would agree with you. But so you mentioned the. Ma- what do you mean? What was the Magic Mike reference?
1: So Magic Mike 2, I don't. What did
0: they want to give Magic Mike? What did they? Well, want more, okay. More dancing well, when of. When like,
1: Magic Mike came out, yeah. the preview looked like holy crap. We're just gonna see these hot dudes strip. Oh. Which is not what I said, but all the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> But then they get to the movie, uh-huh. and Magic Mike is like the serious movie, and like deals with a lot of things. Yeah. In life. And then, And they're like, "Whoa, this is kind of a bummer."
0: And then Magic, Magic Mike, Mike two, two comes out, and
1: it, it is literally just S- stripping the whole stripping. time.
0: <laughs> is Channing Tatum in the second one? Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't.
1: Everyone returns, I think, uh, except for McConaughey's. Oh
0: man, that's my guy. I love him. I watched True Detective the other day, the first season. Oh, yeah. And that's the so third good. season, I would say, out of all, I've started a second. I couldn't finish it at of all. Of those, I never the first, finished so, yeah. the second one. Same. How so. was
1: the? Did you finish the third?
0: Yeah. Was it? I liked do you like it. it. They tied it in with the first. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So the the uh, first season with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson, yeah. they were going after uh, Trumbull. The Trumbull pastor who had come into the South and created all those Christian oh, okay. uh, for profit schools, so they were working in a low poverty poverty uh, areas. Yeah. So within the the third one, there's another pedophile ring, Ugh. and and it it attaches with the Trumbull, and they bring up Matthew McConaughey's picture in the third one, and they say, "Hey, this detective has so,
1: figured it out." Correct me if I'm wrong. The third one. Does it go through two or three different timelines through its season?
0: You keep up with three, yeah. The present day, and is, it's all the same detective. Yeah, the present day, Ali, is, right? Yep. Yeah, present day, he's old, and he's talking basically to a documentary series.
1: Oh, kind of like the first season,
0: exactly. And they're catching up on a case that a lot of things were covered up and hidden, but because of po- political reasons, but also because. Uh, The detectives working the case Mm -hmm. in the past uh, had done things they wanted off the books, very similar to what was done in the first season with Matthew McConaughey and and Woody Harrelson. But uh, finished that up and really liked it. What I really hope we can talk about for for future listeners is when they see us on Mm -hmm. Netflix. Yeah, I need to watch that. That shook me. It's really... Uh, made me want to learn more about history of our our country, yeah, and try to understand uh, more of like laws and and why they're in place and what are my rights as a citizen. Yeah, well, and I think it
1: it really can make an impact when we vote too. I agree. Instead of like yeah, not really understanding what these laws mean that you're mm-hmm. voting on, like you can kind of educate yourself in a way.
0: That's really important. I've realized I used to not vote and people listen, might be mad and think I'm dumb and I would agree. But now that I understand the importance of it and I know where to go to get educated and get my sources, I feel a lot more comfortable and confident, uh, voting. So I went and got, when I uh, renewed my driver's license, I got my voters card to make sure I knew, you know, what district I was in and who I was affiliated with. And so I didn't, I didn't do Republican or Democrat,
1: yeah, I'd I just do that. Do undecided, Un- or maybe whatever.
0: undecided, or independent. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but definitely going to educate myself more on that. But so most mo- most of the stuff that I have lined up uh, for me to watch, other than what's on our movie list, or or more of like history things. Okay. Uh, one is Up from Slavery. It's pretty good. Okay. And then I'm gonna try to watch this uh, documentary. It came out on the History Channel called The Revolution. It's a 10 part episode series about, uh, the American revolution.
1: Interesting. I'm understand okay. that.
0: So cool. Yeah. But, uh, outside of that, man, what do you, what do you have on deck? What do you want to watch?
1: Uh, I'm still keeping up with the wire I'm oh, season two. Now I need to get on that. I would love it if you did.
0: I know. So that uh, something you would be interested in talking about,
1: uh, maybe here and there.
0: Cool. Um, okay.
1: just with the other existing wire podcasts with, Jamal Hill Janelle, and uh, Van yeah. Lathan. I don't want to yeah. like regurgitate what they're saying in a way. I got you, but okay. yeah, I can like sum it up and whatnot. I mean, we could definitely like broadly talk about it for sure. Um, movies. I've been really wanting to watch Django Unchained again, so I think that'll happen at some point. <laughs> I told There's you I watched that, that
0: with with Jay, right?
1: Oh, I don't. I don't know if you ever told me you actually. I knew you were going to. I didn't yeah. know if you did.
0: So we had a conversation with Jay about uh, the social injustices that are happening happening in the world currently. Yeah. This was like three weeks ago, and we wanted Jay to understand that uh, these injustices have happened for a long time. So we we lined up some movies for her to watch, and we started out with, I think, The Help, which is okay, like comedy, and, yeah. and talks about a few things, and then we watched 12 Years of... Slave, no, we watched uh, the help, remember the titans, which she loved. Remember the titans. I yeah. don't know anyone who doesn't. <laughs> and we watched 12 years a slave, man. You really
1: pushed her into the deep end after that one,
0: yeah. I think 12 12 years of slave uh wasn't too much for her.
1: That's good. I'm um, well, I mean,
0: made her mad. It's good that she watched and it. She started making comments like, I hate white people. Which, oh, really? Yeah, so <laughs> we were like, all right. So I gave her Django Unchained because I wanted her to see and feel like a superhero-ish type yeah. movie, and I think that's what Django does, and it did it for her. She was so happy and excited. She loved it. She's like, "Yeah!" When she when first Django <laughs> gets unchained and and the the white guy blows uh the dentist blows the heads off of of Django's slave masters because <laughs> they won't yeah. help him out. Either way, she she really liked that that portion of it.
1: Yeah, I yeah I really enjoy that movie. So I
0: think you should watch it, and I would love to. We could really dive into it a lot more because we watched it in theaters together.
1: You did not make it.
0: <sighs> oh yeah, okay. that's one of the funniest Next story. stories. Yeah, yeah we'll relax. do that. Okay, <laughs> you don't want to talk about it <laughs> Not right now? Okay, uh, we'll do that on uh, another one. So, what do we, uh, what do we got, what do we got for people coming up when they listen to this one? I think we're gonna do a Quiet Place. Did we ever do it? I really don't remember. We didn't.
1: Pretty sure.
0: Positive. I'll go back and look.
1: Okay. If not, we'll do that one.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh
1: I think King of Staten Island for
0: sure. King of Staten Island.
1: And The Five Bloods?
0: And The Five Bloods. Yes. So we got The Five Bloods, King of Staten Island, and if we have not done it, which I don't think we have, would be a quiet place. Yeah, and I like then that. we'll
1: if not, we'll figure something out. But and, uh,
0: and then after that, we're gonna we're gonna do when they see us, it, for sure. So yeah, okay. Everybody try to watch that. Um, we might just get stuck on that for a full episode. It's yeah, pretty deep. But anyways, that's it. I want to shout out some uh, some people. Let's shout out Ali Shin from uh, Grassroots Media who helped us out with our logo. And also want to shout. Out my brother, his birthday. Oh. Is tomorrow. Happy
1: birthday, Jake.
0: Happy birthday, Jake. And when um, this comes
1: out, it will be your birthday.
0: Yeah, that's right. Is anything else for you, Sean?
1: I think you have a plug that you need to announce for your YouTube page.
0: Oh Your yeah. little side project. <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing a side project with another lifelong friend, uh, with my buddy Josh and Called Devil's Dandruff Reactions, and basically Josh and I decided to get together, similar like Sean, and I, just to get together and talk about and do things and listen to things that we enjoy. And for Josh, he's really big on reactions, so we're recording uh, and we're gonna release a song a day on YouTube. So be on the lookout for that. We'll do all types of music. Right now we have an EDM and pretty aggressive rock song, but we'll do hip hop folk blues christian music i mean (laughs) whatever yeah we'll do whatever it is so if you have any suggestions you know you can text me or however you want to hit me up i will cool sounds good well everybody don't turn your porch light off because you want to keep your porch light oh